house with a fucking smile. You know what I mean? Like, there's no HR in construction. You know, like, you can't call into HR and be like, hey, your worker assaulted me. You know what? He put a roof over your head. He's allowed to beat you. Fuck! I'm turning into my father. That's horrible. Anybody who's ever been abused gets it. That's crazy, though. Right, so, I just had a mental breakdown for a little bit. Let's do this. It's really hard, it's really hard being white. It is. It is. Fuck you guys. Stick with me. It is, dude. Like, you know how hard, like, how bad of a job minorities make as stepping stools? That's really fucked up, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm not saying being white is not based off your skin color. It's a mentality. You know, like, you want to know the white mentality? Like, you're having to movie, watch a movie with your friend, and there's a last, like, pizza bite going on there, and you're like, you, they offer to, you offer it to them, and they're like, no, don't worry, I'm a fucking vegan. I don't know. I, um, the most productive thing I've done all COVID is I got a new couch. Yeah, yeah, me. The best thing, the most productive thing I've done in COVID is just find a better place to rest my depression. You know, worst part is I didn't pay for the couch. My best friend got to me because he broke up his girlfriend and took all the furniture. Yeah, the thing that brings me the most joy in life right now is just like comes from the soul-crushing defeat of another per human being. It's amazing. I'm fucking up this joke. I don't care. We're going to power through. You guys ever fart on failure? Feels exactly like pleather. Um, I just found out my, uh, my chemistry teacher from a sophomore year in high school died. So that sucks. And like when he passed away, I found out he's a gay porn star. He was a former gay porn star. That's crazy, dude. Like, I went down this gay porn star rabbit hole. It's like, watch stuff. You know how weird it is to text all your, all your high school friends who you haven't met, you haven't talked to in like eight years, saying like, hey, can you help me solve this gay porn riddle? Fucking horrible, dude. Like, COVID 2020 has been a shitty year. We lost the guy that played um, Jackie Robinson. We lost a gay porn star. Wait, the guy who played Jackie Robinson was also the guy who played Black Panther. We lost a lot of dick this year. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Fuck yeah. You guys going to vote this election? Good, good. A little fun fact about voting. You know, California state law allows you two hours paid break to go and vote for work, you know? I worked two jobs last election. What I did is I told my first boss, like, hey, towards the end of my shift, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. And then immediately after I left work, I called up my second boss. I was like, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Neither job knew about the other job, but both jobs definitely didn't know I mailed my ballot in 10 days ago. <laughs> Fuck yeah, people. That's my time. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Hunter Uniac. Taking his time from the man. Exactly as you should. And everybody really should vote. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but I'm going to tell you not to vote for Trump because he's a pile of dog shit. Yay! Pile of dog shit! Uh, your next comedian, she actually did the antitrump.com commercial that we play here on the station. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra Valentini! How you doing, everyone? Uh... If you don't know, I am Italian, you know, and uh, yeah, I am. And I, um, we in Italy, we're pretty famous for good food, you know, good pasta. We, we also have uh, brought you something called fascismus with Mussolini. I don't know if you remember that guy, Mussolini. Before that, the Roman that brought the whole empire agenda all over, all the way here. 
So if you thought that you live in a fascist country, let me tell you, we got some experience in Italy. We do have really experience. You actually do. You live in a fascist country for a long time. It was smeared in the fake democracy of freedom to be enslaved to the corporate and the capitalist world. You know what I mean? I know, is it too real too soon? You know, that's why I'm single. My mom always tells me, you talk too much. You know, I'm like, hey, what the heck? Anybody else single here? Hey. Yes. Give it up for the single fuckers. Yay. You know, you know what I like about being single? I, I like to hear my friends saying older sexy stories or see them making out at a party while I'm there alone eating shit. The worst part is when I hear those women like, but being single is nice, all you need is your toys. I'm like, bitch, you sound like one of those vegans that wants to be vegan, but then they go and buy all those substitute products at the grocery store, like substitute meat. I'm like, bitch, that might taste good, right? But it still ain't meat, just like your toys still ain't cock. You know what I mean? They might last longer. They actually do, but they cock. My phone is ringing. Uh-huh. That's wrong. So, you know, one other part I really understand that I really love to be single is when guys like tell me that they want to sleep together. And I'm like, dude, we just had sex. And you also want to sleep together? Do you know how I sleep at night? Do you know how I even look at night? I look like Voldemort. And I sleep like a crucifix. Like, <laughs> my daughter is testimony. I look like Voldemort. And I sleep like a crucifix. I guarantee you. So, you know, I can't sleep with somebody. You know, I, I need one of those bad, you know, like not the California king, because whoever met a fucking California king? Anybody ever met a kind of, what the fuck? Why not, you know, I want an emperor bed. It's like, and actually no, a supreme leader. I want the supreme leader bed, yes. Yeah, a bed so big that you have to text each other in the morning, find out they're still in bed. Hey, you fucking woke me up. Bring me a coffee with an Uber, please. Anyway, I met this guy one time when we still had bar open. And he's like, ah, oh, you're hot. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, do you want to work for me? I'm like, uh, what do you got? I have an agency. I'm like, what kind? An escort agency. I'm like, oh, are you a motherfucking pimp? An online pimp. Well, you know, do you know I have kids? Well, you know, a lot of sex workers have kids. Do you know, do you even offer childcare? What about dental? And are you going to hire of us, because Ben like here, actually I would go here without the mic, but Ben like here, it's my partner. We work in pair, we're a whole package. We do threesomes, but our rates are doubled. Hey, hey guys, thank you, give it up for Mutiny Radio, <laughs> bye. Yay, <laughs> Alessandra Valentini. Teaching us about fascisms, yes. Italian futurism is real. She is the future. Uh, you can tell by if you 
figure out the uh, hieroglyphics on her head. She actually tells the future. That's actually, she's like a Ouija board. You just got to get her drunk and then, woo, she'll tell you your future and your past. Your next comedian, I think I'm going to pronounce his name right, but I have no idea. It's Felipe Guevara. The Ring of Fire. Hi, everybody. What's up? This is very interesting. I haven't done comedy a long time, so bear with me. I'm going to have a mental breakdown on stage. But I probably just. So if I'm not homeless, I'm a film. Trying to be a filmmaker, so I'm technically almost homeless. Um, attempting to just document things out there. Um, how's everybody doing? COVID shit's pretty crazy, right? I can curse out here, right? I can say, like, it's just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been tough. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't really planned this. Everybody just write notes on their phone, like schizophrenic fucking people, just like, oh, I'm going to tell people jokes and trying to relate to. Stuff's going on, I guess. Oh, I just want to connect. You guys like rock and roll? Yeah. What's the first band you guys ever saw? Sick. Journey. Nice. Uh, if you guys like, uh, um, the first band I saw was a great one. I, I was a very cute kid, and uh, it was like, um, I used to skateboard. I skateboard a lot. I used to hang out in front of Chuck E. Cheese. First band I saw was the Chuck E. Cheese band. I don't know if you guys have seen the Chuck E. Cheese band. But uh, they're they're really going to take over. Even before Terminator and those robots and everything, they discovered how to put little mice into little machines and play you me- beautiful melodies. And uh, there's cheese pizza and skee ball. And you can't really go unattended to a Chuck E. Cheese. So I, I met a lot of uh, weird old men when I was younger. It's uh, it's probably the sober the soberest relationship I've ever had. I was uh, got a little famous for a minute. Uh, I was on the side of a milk carton. Anybody? It was like before Instagram and stuff. It was every time. But yeah, that, that was great. Uh, just got into, oh, here's my buddy. Uh, yeah, hey, buddy. Um, so yeah, like I, I guess I'm trying to talk about sober relationships, right? These are weird ones. Uh, anybody feel like you just pour booze all over every fucking date you've ever had and, and just hope it works? Like, you know, you just go, let's go, what are we going to do today? Oh, let's let's uh, get a drink. You know, it's weird. Uh, the pitfalls of those things are when you, uh, I mean, the males in this crowd can understand. The, the whiskey dick. We call it whiskey dick, right? Yeah. Not a self-defense mechanism, is it? The weird action that happens between reactions between people with interactions. Those are really weird ones. But you guys ever felt like maybe it happened for the right reasons? Like maybe you'd, you'd plan it out? Because you don't like see animals in the zoo going into the watering hole and like, yeah, let's go to Chili's, get some margaritas and some... You know, they just go to the water and they fucking can you know, do great things. But we're out here... Um, yeah, no, nah, the whiskey dick pit, that was great. Now it's fucking horrible. Let me go back to, like, let's talk about you and porn stars and stuff, right? You dated a porn star, right? That's cool. Yeah, I dated a porn star's roommate, which was weird, because she quit porn, and um, it was weird because this whole duality. She's having a great time. The other one's just fucking me, and the other girl's fucking, like, the Terminator one day, and the pizza. Everything was everything. She did the pizza delivery guy. She did everything, and it was an amazing thing. And it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like, if you date a girl and you're like, oh, it's like I found a sex tape of her. No, there's like a whole website, link, everything. All these things, but like, you know, wants to cuddle up with somebody at the end of the day. That is sus, and uh, it's sad. And I'm just staring at you, just thinking about how, how much I'm bombing, because I haven't done this in a long time. I'm slowly crumbling. Um, do you have any more jokes? I have a minute left, right? Hmm. Should I just awkwardly breathe for a minute? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let loose a little bit for the last 30 seconds here. Thanks for putting up with me attempting to be funny. I think we're all attempting to be funny, but it's a great, it's a great thing that we all do this. So thank you. 
Um, Peter, I'm just going to move you on to the actual show at 7 o'clock, if that's okay. Also, Luke Moore, I'm just going to give you five at the top of that show. So right up next, right now, is one of our favorite people in the whole world. What a joy and wonderment he is. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. Hey, Mutiny Raider, how you guys doing? I'm doing spectacular. Hey, I did that recently. I, I came up like that because I went after the show. I was like, hey, I've been to Stockton. I know Stockton. I went to rehab in Stockton. I was like, that's like going to the Epstein's Island to, <laughs> to stop fucking kids. You're not going to accomplish what, you went, what you're seeking out to do. I don't mean to burst your bubble. <laughs> it's just going to be in rehab looking out the window like, I want to steal bikes, too. What I wouldn't give to break into that car for some dope right now. Jesus Christ. I don't understand when people come out and they say they're porn addicts. I understand alcoholism. Don't drink around me. You know what I mean? Well, you want me to stop jerking off in your bathroom? It's my time, motherfucker. It's for me, you know? Deal with your problems on your time. I just don't get it. I don't, you know. I don't communicate very well with other people. I don't know why. I think I'm fucking spectacular, but I don't know the whole communication. So I've created two lists. I have a love list and I have a hate list, like any good white man. I'm going to kill myself. It's fine. Um, I have a love list and I have a hate list. I've conco concocted that for, for you guys. So uh, love or hate? Love. I love vegan pussy. So good. So good. It's amazing. So good. Tastes like mango white cloth. Tremendous. It's fucking <laughs> exceptional. Absolutely phenomenal. The tangerine, oh my God. It's just fantastic. Unfortunately, vegan pussy has Mark Neuer on its hate list. <laughs> it's one of those things. Let me translate. Love list. I love vegan dick. So good. <laughs> so good. It's like amazing. It tastes like, it tastes like IPA. You know what I'm saying? It's just so good. It's just so good. The hops. You know the hops. It turns me into a rabbit. You know, just hopping around. Ah, he's got zingers. I'm a fucking professional. Okay. They have mic condoms. Normally, with things this large, I don't put condoms on them. <laughs> ah! Is it the cocaine? No! The Adderall, my medication! Love or hate? I fucking hate vegans. Can't stand them. Absolutely the worst. More of the impossible posse. Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? No, no one? Have you guys heard of it? No, the impossible posse. It's people that say the impossible burger is real, better than the real possible thing. You haven't heard of these people? Oh my God, they're fucking incredible. It's like saying you prefer pocket pussy over real pussy. That's just fucking crazy to me. I feel like that should be Impossible Burger's target audience is just the Fleshlight customers. <laughs> Vegans, man. They got Impossible Burgers, they got Impossible Nuggies, they have Impossible Pussy, we just went over that. They have Impossible Dick, that's just a cucumber. I mean, they just, Vegans, I fucking hate them. They ruin everything, <laughs> I just can't do anything. Love or hate? Hate. Fucking hate sexual identity. Can't stand it myself. 
Maybe it's just because I'm ignorant. I don't understand the term sexual, often identity, Mark Neuer. You know, they're like, no, we mean your sexual orientation. Oh, okay. Horizontal, sometimes vertical. If we're getting, if we're getting freaky, diagonal, you know, it just, you never know with me. I'm a wild card, you know? Anyways, I have problems, but that's okay. Who doesn't? Hey, my biggest problem recently is uh, you ever eat so many chips, all you can taste is the pain? I've realized that scientifically the, when you're supposed to stop eating Pringles is when your fucking hand no longer fits inside of the container, similar to my anus. Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for your amazing host, the always amazing, the incredibly sexy, Pam Benjamin. Yay, Mark Neuer, yay. He saw me do a costume change back here. I took off my bra and I put, I put on a 70s shirt. We have one last comedian on your open mic before we take a small break, put some chairs out, and get ready for the 7 o'clock outdoor show. Looks like people are already gathering, not gathering. Like, we're allowed to gather now, just six feet apart, and everyone has to have masks. Okay, we're okay. Uh, your last comedian of the inside show, and again, there are never more than 11 people in here because safety is paramount. Everybody put your hands together for Joe Fontana. <laughs> He brought his own mic. He's a fucking professional. Smart man. Check, check, check. All right. What's up? Feels good to be in uh, California's best smelling city. Um, I got to say, I, I don't come up here as often as I should. And uh, I'll remind you guys why. Uh, a couple days ago, I was walking on Hate Street and minding my own business. And all of a sudden, you just homeless guy wiping his ass on the sidewalk. And to me, I can't, it's not me. It's not my vibe. But it raised the question. The, raise, the question was, I wonder how much human shit is on the streets of San Francisco. So I did some research, checked it out. And did you know, apparently, about every 20 feet that you walk in San Francisco, you'll find a piece of shit. Okay? So, talking about shit. <laughs> so, uh, being the curious person that I am, I decided to conduct my own experiment. I walked approximately 20 feet from point A to point B. Found a Trump supporter. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I know Pam would like that one. Um, but anyways, yeah, the San Francisco is just one of the dirtiest places. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> um, but anyways, so guy earlier mentioned uh, the presidential debates. What do you guys think about that? Pretty uh, very useful way to spend our time. I'll tell you that. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, to see the only two options that we have go back and forth like that was painful. It was like watching two senior citizens fight over who gets the last insurer. Like, oh my God, it was em em embarrassing. Um, but then on Twitter, I'll always see a bunch of guys tweet about how Trump is, by the way, by any means, I'm no Trump supporter, just so we're clear. Uh, I always see guys on Twitter talking about how Trump is poisonous human being, how he's the worst thing ever. I mean, really the worst thing ever? Like, have you had a hand job? I mean, shit. That's just as bad. Anyways, 
not political, so I'm going to steer away from that, but I, uh, dating has been really hard over the past couple months, especially when you're 5'7". It's tough. Dating is super subjective on dating apps. Girls have all these requirements. You have to be six foot. You have to have a full beard. You can't be ugly. So, I mean, my fucking parents set me up for failure right away, right out the gate. So here we are. Check, check, check. But then I look at all my friends, and some are getting engaged, some are having kids, and I'm over here just fucking jerking off every night. But I, I'm pretty impressed with myself, though, because I'm a 24-year-old Mexican that doesn't have a kid yet. And <laughs> that's pretty rare. I mean, we're usually having kids by 16. Um, like, seeing a Mexican that's 24 years old without a kid is about as rare as seeing a Mexican selling churros at a Trump rally. You're just not going to see it. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, dating's been, uh, dating's been shitty. Um, but here's the thing. Girls have all these requirements. Me, I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to what I'm looking for. Like, I don't have all these requirements, but I like Latinas. So when I tell them that the only thing that I won't put up with is hot Cheeto fingers, I get jumped by all 30 of her cousins. <laughs> yes, hello, Ice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a Mexican joke. All right, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to put on some commercials, and I'm going to set up the outside. We're going to have an outdoor show, socially distanced. Everyone will wear masks. It'll be safe as houses. Uh, but enjoy all of these Mutiny Radio commercials while I get it all set up, friends. Here we go. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. 
It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxian Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please. Please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian, and we brought you fascistness with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. 
This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. 
Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Here we are! Yay! Hi, friends! Yay! Take a socially distanced seat, because we're about to get started. Oh, yeah! Outdoor show here at Mutiny Radio. I actually have a permit for this, if you can believe that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've got a permit for it! Yeah, we're socially distanced! That's why, uh, hey, when you're out there, please wear a mask. Unless you're eating or drinking, and remember that uh, we're not a bar, so, you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, we'd have no ducks here. So, make of that what you will. Hey, socially distanced seats, come take a seat. You can also grab your chairs and move them into pods where you feel comfortable around your friends if you're friendly like that. You can actually take those two chairs and those two chairs, and you can move them to get, because obviously you guys are all together. I don't know if you had an orgy last night or how that worked, but an orgy with masks on is no fun, right? Like, you can't see. I live in the Tenderloin, and a, a gentleman the other day looked at me, and he said, girl, show me that pretty mouth. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't want to take down my mask. You scare me. Why are we in the Tenderloin? I live there. I live in the Tenderloin. I used to be a nanny. I used to hang out with small children for money. That's the thing I used to do before COVID. And I used to play this game with small children in the Tenderloin. It was really fun. We'd hold hands and sort of like skip down the street. And when we saw a pile, I'd go, man or beast, man or beast. What did I learn from a four-year-old? If it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> like... How do they know physics at that young age? I am so impressed. Children, cutest ever. I don't have any kids. I don't want to have any kids because I love alcohol. Who loves alcohol? Yeah! Yeah, I'm a responsible adult. I decided not to have children because I love drinking. Yes! Had my first abortion in 1995. I have abortions older than most of you. Yes! 25 years ago, I had my first abortion. Only one regret about that first abortion. You know, I didn't have the kid. Uh, well, because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> yeah, I could. Mistake. Why did you just let go? All those 25-year-olds were belong to you. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I'm so old. I just turned 46 a couple weeks ago, and I know that I'm super old because now I have to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. I forgot that weed was so pretty, you know? All those 
crystals, trichomes, bicombs, whatever they are. I love them. Like to smoke them every morning? Where are my pot smokers at? Yeah, uh, 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 every morning, uh. It sometimes gets a little scary. Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your shower works? I've lived in my apartment for 13 years. And I'm like, it's hot, it's cold. What is going on here? It's like Airbnb in my own home, you know? Costs a lot of money. Why is there cat litter on the floor? What is happening here? <laughs> like, why? So many cats. Cat lovers, cat friends? Yeah, my cat people. Uh, uh. Bow to your alien overlords with one paw, babies. Uh, uh. I love cats. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Because <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady! <laughs> cats, cats, cats! How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats! 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 <laughs> it's all the cats. I do. I love cats so much. I have I have tarot card cat things. I have cats everywhere in my life. Uh, I've been alone recently. I'm a very lonely person. I'm very single. I'm very lonely. And I uh, I thought, you know, that my neighbors, I thought I overheard them having sex. And I got kind of excited. I was like getting into it. And then halfway through, I realized it was just my cats play fighting in the other room. Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> My cats love each other. <laughs> they do. I have a boy cat and a girl cat, and I mean, the threesomes are weird because they're both fluffers. You know what I mean? They're just so fluffy. They just. One morning, um, I like to make a little kitty teepee with my knees, you know? And then they go underneath the blanket, and the other day, I like felt. So my cat was resting his head like on my pussy. So like a pussy was on my pussy and nothing has ever felt so right. <laughs> like it was the best moment. I looked up from the sheets and I was like, oh, I love my cat. Yeah. And I know that my cat loves me because I was getting finger banged by this guy. And my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked him. Meaning that my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. I've been doing this. I've been messing around with myself for a long time. I don't know if you know what that looks like over time. I don't shave a lot. Um, I have so many pubes, it looks like I have a kitten in a headlock. Super cute. So fluffy. All right, let's get this started. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of five-minute sets at the top because uh, there wasn't enough time on the open mic, and we have incredibly funny people, and I'm so glad that you're all here. And our first comedian of the evening, do you want to take it? You're so funny. He's so funny. He just came back to us from New Hampshire, and he is amazeballs. 
Um, I love him so much. You guys are going to love him, too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter. I don't know his last name yet, though, so I'm a jerk. Yay. Oh, yeah, this is your mic comment. Oh, you can stick that on. I'll take mine off. I've never used this many condoms since 1997. You know what I'm saying? Alrighty. Um, hey, here's a question. Who do I have to vote for to fix the tenderloin? Like, do they know it's broken or like what if that's the issue? Like, what if they just don't know? <laughs> um by the way, can you tell that I'm wearing two fitness trackers? <laughs> it's not because I'm like sporty, okay? Like the other day I had to Google how to wear baseball caps if you're gay. So like the only balls I know how to handle are stuck between the legs of some confused college kid named Brian. Um, yes, I'm gay. I don't date fat men. All right, we're body positive here tonight. <laughs> Heard you loud and clear on that one. No, no, no. Like, it's nothing against, like, fat people. It's just that I had a bad experience with one guy, like, a while ago. Like, he was, go he was really fat, and he was going through, like, a really intense diet. And look, like, part of being a supportive partner is that when your significant other is going through something really challenging, you are supposed to be there for them, according to the article he sent me on BuzzFeed after I called him Chubby Bunny. <laughs> So I was like, all right, like, why don't you just take a cheat day? You know what I mean? Like, let's call it like once every two weeks. You just can cheat, go back to the diet, and you don't have to worry about the stress. And um, yeah, I should have been a little more prescriptive about what I meant when I said he could cheat. When I said you could have a hot dog, I didn't mean you could blow Kyle. Um... Yes, I am an over-texter in relationships. Does anyone else have this problem? It's not a good one to have, okay? Like, uh, for some reason, when I was in elementary school, I internalized that poster that says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And it never occurred to me that that could be about sports, by the way. Like, I just saw Allen Iverson on it. I was like, cool, I'm gay. Here we go. So how that translates into my dating life is I'm constantly the one like, you know what? You miss 100% of the dicks, you don't try to suck. So I am like trying to initiate the conversation. I'm trying to start the spark when there is not one. And it results in me sending a lot of messages that are unwanted, unwarranted, and just plain annoying, okay? In other words, I am like the AAA car insurance of gays. <laughs> Like, here's your eighth membership offer for the month. I took the liberty of already activating the membership, putting a personalized number on it, and laminating to you forever. <laughs> but uh, when it comes time to actually call in those services, then it's like, ooh, you need support? That's not what this service is for. I don't know where you thought we'd help you. Ah. <sighs> All right, I have done this next bit like a million times here at Mutiny, but I thought of even more punches for it, so I'm going to lean into it anyway. Um, I just moved back, as Pam mentioned, so I'm setting up a new apartment, and I've had to make a lot of trips to Home Depot, okay? And let me tell you, sending a gay man into a Home Depot is a hate crime. 
Do I seem like I know? Hi, how you doing? Do I seem like I know what I'm doing in a Home Depot? Like, I look like I invented the app to get rid of Home Depot, okay? I'm clueless in there. I'm like posing seductively on the bags of manure. Like, oh. I'm posing with the power drill like I'm in Charlie's Angels. I tried sticking it where I thought it went before a store attendant was like, sir, you do not put that up there. And this is the thing that sucks about Home Depot, though. Like, that should be a gay man's spot. You know what I mean? Because a Home Depot is like every gay for pay scene I have ever watched. Okay, the environment's like cold and dark and dungeony. There's scaffolding you can dangle off of like you're in Fantasia. And the men who work there are like rugged and scruffy and will clearly do anything for a paycheck. Hey, but flirting with them is useless, okay? Like, I'll go up to one of the store attendants and be like, <laughs> I just love your skincare products. <laughs> I love the way this bumpy paper makes my pores feel. <laughs> and they will stone face, be like, I think what you need is a 14-inch 8x2 plywood dimensional retainer beam. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> is this paint? <laughs> Like, I am just looking for one of them to plow me through that store in a wheelbarrow, okay? Like, give me the 14-inch retainer beam where it counts. And that's the image I'm going to leave you with. Thank you, everyone. Peter, you're amazing. Yay! Aww. One time, um, I actually um, peed my pants in a Home Depot, but it was okay because I was wearing a skirt, so I just threw away my underwear in the little tampon box. So that was a moment that I had at Home Depot. I had to go really, it's where, it's where doers get things. It's, hi, TJ, hi, hi, Bucky. Uh, is that not Bucky? Is that David? Is that, I can't tell. Everyone's masks. I, it's It's so... I've never, like, not like I look at everyone's butts all the time, but now I can really spot a guy from, like, 100 feet. I'm like, I don't need to see their face. I, I, I know that butt. Cool. <laughs> That's the beauty of feminism is finally we get to objectify equally. Like, everybody said at the feminism, like, oh, yeah, feminism, stop objectifying women. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just objectify men equally. That's so much easier. Um, we have more chairs if you want to be socially distanced, unless you're cool about standing. And I'm glad that we're all um, wear your masks unless you're eating or drinking because the city gets mad at us because we're all being safe. Yay, safety. Safety first. Yay. Like I said, I haven't used this many condoms since 1997, but they're Mike condoms, so it's a little bit different. I used to be married. I got my first STD from marriage. Sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> That's what you get when you get married. Sexually transmitted debt. Did you not know about that? It's just a contract, ladies. You used to be worth like two goats and a cow. And now, what am I worth? I don't know. A ta I'm a tax write-off at this point. Yeah. Hey, rich guys, you want a tax write-off? Mutiny Radio, let me tell you. It is a tax write-off. Um, and uh, comedians, remember, uh, it's clean. No F swears because we have neighbors and um, children. 
and there's um, Mike condoms over here. They're plastic bags. And your next comedian, who's uh, going to put it together for you. Yeah, you got to, and it can't look like a duck or quack like a duck. We got to, I'll find a bag for it. Put your hands together, everybody. He's a very, very funny young man. It's Luke Moore. Yay! Hey, everybody. You know, this feels just as good, just so y'all know. Uh, my name is Luke Moore. Uh, of course, that's just my stage name. My real name is Lucas Morris. Had to change it. Um, actually, I that's Lucas Morris is my fake real name. My real real name is... Actually, Lance Boyle. But, you know, I had to change it. It was too Anglo. Um, okay, that's my actual fake real, real name. My real, real, real name is Jesse Eisenberg. You may know me from Now You See Me. And Now You See Me Too. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, you know, I was just making my way downtown, faces pass, uh, <laughs> you know, and whatnot, homebound, making my way, making my way through the crowd, and that song, do y'all like Vanessa Carlton, Vanessa Carlton fans? Uh, are we, okay, she's from here, she's from the city, so that's why I like that song, because it's, when she's saying making my way downtown, she's talking about San Francisco, and if you re-listen to the song, You'll be like, oh yeah, that's definitely San Francisco. Cause like, let me just remind you, the song goes like this: uh, Making my way downtown, and there's a guy shooting up heroin on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I accidentally step on some poop, and I fall down, and I uh, get hit by the dirty needle. <laughs> get stabbed. <laughs> I have AIDS now. There's hot Cheeto throw up on the ground. And now I'm homeless tonight. Um, Yeah, you know, I just saw my first hot Cheeto throw up in like six months today. So I think we're getting back to normal. Hot Cheeto throw up. I'm sure you've seen it if you've been here in the city before. Hot Cheeto throw up. You, it's a it's a common occurrence on these streets. Uh, you know the thing about Hot Cheeto throw up is you never see a little bit of it. It's like it's always the whole bag. I think that's why they threw it up because they because they ate the whole bag. Because you know when you're eating Hot Cheetos, they're hot and you the only way to combat the heat is just to keep eating them like faster and then I guess you just throw them up but anyways you know what I hate cultural appropriation just irks me I don't like it when if if look if if it's not your group if a group other than you made the phrase made the st the fashion made the you know then just Stay away from it, right? Like, don't appreciate 
a different group of people. Don't don't hang out with a different group of people. Just cultural preparation is wrong. Like uh here's here's a cultural appropriation everybody does. And you don't even think about it. But everybody says, duh. Duh. When something's really obvious, you say, duh. You know where duh comes from? Think about it. Duh. Duh. Who says duh? People from Kentucky. That's where duh came from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Folks, I'm just... These... <laughs> I'm having fun up here, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. You know what? That's it. That's all. I, that's all I can remember. That's all I can remember. Yay! I'll take your plastic bag. I'm keeping these plastic bags. That was Luke Moore. Yay! Luke Moore. I'm keeping the plastic bags because I'll put pot treats in those later. And like, because they're only spitting COVID on the outside, not the inside. Right? The inside is clandestine. And that's important. There's some chairs. You guys can take the chairs and move them in any place that you want that feels socially distant uh, from each other. Because we're still doing that. Hi, people on your bikes that stopped by. That's so exciting. Does anyone here like World Cup soccer? Does anyone like you like soccer? I love you World Premier League soccer. So excited. When the when the most important of unimportant things came back, World Premier Soccer, I was so excited because finally I get to watch all those 23-year-old men actually make their goals. It's like the only place where 23-year-old men are making goals. It's you know, it's in soccer. <laughs> they're not they're not doing it here. They're living with their, no, it's okay to live with your mom. Like, I'd like to be your mom. I, if anybody's like under 25 here and you think your parents are looking for a divorce, I am lonely. Like, I could be your stepmom, right? Don't you want me as your stepmom? I would be the coolest stepmom. Also, I've heard about all these tropes in uh, porn. And my question is, are the women in porn real stepmoms or just really good actresses? I don't know, but hey, I could be your stepmom. How cute is your dad? Does he look like Bruce Springsteen? All right, your next comedian. Uh, put your hands together. Oh, we'll do the other Luke. Put your hands together, everybody. Are you okay? Can you, yeah? You're ready, everybody. Remember, we're, we're being clean, no F swears. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Luke Newman, yay! And there's more chairs. You guys can pull the chairs and do the things. Um, so the little condoms are back there behind us. Where are the condoms? Oh, this is what I usually use for a condom anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm not okay. You asked me if I was okay. I'm not. But that's all right. But that's okay. This is weird. I feel this is weird. Let the, I'll let the plastic bag tell. Get it? All right. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Okay, okay. How much? So that's... Okay. 
Okay. All right. Readjust. I'm a white guy. What about what about substance? Okay. I'm a white guy. I thought w no applause. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, this is San Francisco. That's right. No booze. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, but I was I was raised in a predominantly African American community. You guys may know it as the hood. East Oakland. Okay. All right. Anyone else specifics? Okay. Um, but it was hard. It was difficult. As it's, it was almost as difficult as getting through this set without saying the F word. <laughs> almost as difficult. Maybe this might be more difficult. But um, but I got I got uh, I got robbed a lot, and I don't think my my parents knew what they were getting me into when they're raising me there. You know, they would, then I don't think they knew understood what was going on, you know, but they moved in there because it was cheap, you know. My parents were, were the, some of the OGs over there, the original gentrifiers, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I did I did get robbed a lot, you know, and people would always be like, oh, where you from, white boy, you know? And, uh, and I'd be like, man, you broke into my house. <laughs> I'm from my house. You know, where did you come from? You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a bit hard being white in America. <laughs> it's hard being white in America. All right, let me tell you, it's hard being white. You know, because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta deal with white guilt. You don't know any black people in the audience here? Uh, I can't. Are you the? Are you black? I can't see your 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 uh, your. No, no, your your um. What is it? Uh, what is the word when when you with the light behind? No, silhouetted. You're silhouetted. I can't see you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's one. Anybody else? Okay, then shut the fuck up, all of you. Hey, that's really good. Okay, that's the second one. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. It's okay, I'm lighting you anyway. All right. <laughs> okay, let's get let's. Okay, let's 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 veer into some less controversial uh, topics. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the F word. Oh, everybody. Ban bands, you know? What's up with band names? <laughs> what are they doing, you know? Speaking into a plastic bag. Speaking into, I feel like this should be a sandwich. I'm talking to a sandwich over here. Um, the Doors, worst band name ever. Well, we'll debate about that afterwards. Okay. 
So doors, okay, all right, okay. But the the smashing, the the fucking counting crows. Oh my god. That's it. That's all right, it. sorry guys. It's your turn. Oh. Sorry, I, I love you. I love you, Luke Newman. But you did three. You can't do. You're not allowed. Yeah, you can fuck swear. I mean, oh, she see you made me do it. You can do it when you're not on the mic, but you can't do it. On the mic. I was cause you cause you triggered me. You triggered me. <laughs> that was Luke uh, that was Luke Newman. He's lovely. We've had two Lukes tonight. That's so exciting. We have one more uh guest set and then we're gonna get into the longer sets. Uh your next comedian, what a joy and a wonderment she is. She used to be a cheerleader for the Jets. Like, so she is actually everything that I have always wanted to be with my entire life. Like, I, I always wanted to be a cheerleader, uh, and I always wanted to have a hot rack. You know what I mean? Like, I just always did. I'm, I'm sorry, um, Jen. I just always, um, I objectify everybody equally. That's because I'm a feminist, right? Yeah! Your next comedian. She's such a funny lady, and she's just so wonderful. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Jen Perez. Yay! Yay, so condoms back there. Okay. Yeah, you look so Yeah. Hi, guys. How's it going, everybody? Uh... Well, shit, I was going to start my set differently. Okay. Oh, mierda. Mierda. I'm sorry. Mierda. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to start this in a different way, and um, but now I have to tell my Jets cheerleader joke, I guess. Um, I, uh, you know, I um, I used to be a Jets cheerleader. I know it's difficult. To, it's it's hard to believe, you know. Um, but yes, I was. Uh, and um, you know, when I went, when I became a Jets cheerleader, I thought, man, I'm, I'm gonna make a lot of money. I'm gonna get to perform with uh, all over the U.S. with the you know the players in the stadium and stuff. And, and th that was not the case. And I thought maybe I'd bang some of the players or something. No, 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 none of that happened. That was not the case. I, I made hardly any money on the Jets. Um, I've made more money doing comedy than I have on the Jets. Um. That's, that's all of twelve dollars. All of twelve dollars. Um, I'm originally from Jersey, and um, yeah, I moved out here to Oakland eight years ago, and I think I'm starting to become a basic uh, chick, I guess. Um, I can't say puña puñeta, um, <laughs> but I'm basically, you know, I think I think I'm becoming a basic um, gringa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I uh, I drank um, I drank a, a can of rosé the other day. Um, I took a shower with no washcloth. Uh, I didn't put any lotion on. Um, but I, I have to apologize for my abuelo, my, my grandpa, my abuelo. He um he calls every white man he meets John. Hey, John Hancock, John Cena, King John Cena, John Cleese, John Mayer, Comanacan, John Mayer, John Estemos, John Estemos, John Derbota, Disco, Disco, John Wayne, Como Caballito, John Wayne, Como Caballito. That's, I apologize for my abuelo. Um, has anybody else reached the point of no return? Uh, meaning uh, your sink is full of dirty dishes and you're only washing 
a plate as an, as an ad needed basis. Like, I need this plate right now. Um, yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm also becoming an animal, becoming an animal. I, uh, I'm opening jars of peanut butter, and I'm taking scoops out, and I'm eating it, and then I'm opening jars of jam, because I'm too fucking lazy to buy bread. Oh, sorry. Too lazy to buy bread. All right, no more. Um, Escaleto rumbero is a Spanish term. Escaleto rumbero. Um, it, means, it means skinny dude, or skinny like a skeleton dancing, right? Uh, but, but unfortunately, we can't use this phrase anymore. We can't use it. We have to bury it, see if we can resurrect the next year, not even for Halloween, um, because everyone's fat right now. Um, there's, there's no more skinny people. Um, they disappeared with the pandemic. Um, anyways, uh, you know, I, el otro día tenía un deseo de comerme un sándwich cubano, pero un sándwich cubano. Y ordené el sándwich. Y eh, me, cuando me trajeron el sándwich, me pusieron el pepinillo al lado como si fuera la otra. El pepinillo no va para el lado. El pepinillo va para adentro, porque es la mujer de la casa. I'm sorry, that was uh, part of my Spanish set. Um, <laughs> Um, man, what else can I say? Uh, how much time do I have? Oh, one minute. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll say this last joke. Um, did I? Oh, fuck. Now I forgot which one it is. All right. Uh, my grandma, she's always, she always wants me to, um, move back to New Jersey. And mi abuela, she's, you know, she's like, pero mija, you know, move back. When are you moving back? I said, well, I can't move back. I have a rent control department in Oakland and it's a done deal. I'm, I'm never leaving. Uh, she goes, but Amiha, what if you move back? You might meet a nice Hispanic man. Abuela, don't you remember? I tried that once before. It ended in divorce. So she says this in Spanish. She goes, Te vas a quedar vieja sola y con canas en el bollo. Basically, um, she said, I'm going to end up old with gray hairs on my vagina. I, I, to this day, I have no idea how she knows I have gray hairs on my vagina. Um, <laughs> that's, that's five hours away. Thank you so much. I'm Jen Perez. Jen Perez, everybody. I also have gray hairs on my vagina. I'm 10 years older than she is, though, so it makes a lot more sense. All right. All right, we're moving right along. I'm super excited that you're all here today. Uh, there's still chairs chilling. If anybody wants to take... Oh, oh, no, you did! Oh, my gosh! You're vacating! You're, you've vacated is the wrong word. You've... You're in the chairs now. What is it called? It's vacancy in vacancy. Anyway, everybody's fine. We're all having a good time. I'm excited. Yay. We're all here, socially distanced, wearing our masks. Huzzah. All right. Uh, your, uh, your next comedian. Hey, he's a lovely human being, and I'm so excited he's here. He's super clean, too. Like He's like, he's like clean on the regs, and he's like, oh, you're clean. Hey, everybody. We're doing comedy, socially distanced. You can hang across the street, or you can... They're like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, Sunday bathrobe drinking day, coming up soon. I love it. Uh, she's like kind of wearing a bathrobe. I do that too. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Johnny Stein. Yay! So, um, condoms yes. back there. You're good. You're good. Oh, wow, wow. What a long prep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Wow, this is cool. This is so fun. Oh man, uh, you, Pam, you talked about you. You said you were noticing guys by their butts. I I hope that's been happening for me. My butt, it's good. You know, like <laughs> I got one of those good ones. Uh, I hope people know. Uh, 
I feel like I feel like locked down. I heard turn around, but <laughs> you know, I'm maybe avoiding it. You guys can take a look after. Um, I I feel like maybe this is like controversial. Oh, I'm keeping my mask on because uh, not you know just because I'm I have a I have a cold sore, and my mom said it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Which, like, when your disgust is, like, absolute, like, it's hard to refute. So I don't want you guys to, to suffer that. Um, I, I feel like lockdown has been the best thing for big, fat phonies since divorce was legalized. You know? Like, thank God we don't have to pretend to have any ambition anymore. That's been so nice. Oh, it's been great. I have, some things have happened during, during, during quarantine. Uh, I, I'm, you can call me Uncle Johnny. I am, uh, my sister is pregnant, which is cool. Um, it's a, it's like a shitty title to not have any say in, you know? I wish, like, <laughs> I wish I could say, like, oh, my sister had unprotected sex, and now I'm Professor Emeritus at Columbia University? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, just uncle. I have tried to pick up, uh, other hobbies, like many of us probably have. I, I, I uh... I've tried surfing, tried surfing, which is cool, uh, and I am not. <laughs> so that's been. I wouldn't say like uh, like surfing's not for me. I would say like I'm not for surfing. You know, like it's. Uh, I'm gay and Jewish. Like it's just like that's like the most neurotic duo you could have. And surfing's all about, like, just sitting and waiting for the next thing. You know, the last thing I need is, like, more time to think, you know? <laughs> that is the last thing I need. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't fit into the surf world. Like, everyone who surfs... I'm going to take my glasses off so I can see anything. Uh, <laughs> at all. Uh, the, the, the surf world, like, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Everyone who surfs. Man, woman, otherwise, is all named Kelly. I can't believe <laughs> everyone's name is Kelly. I can't believe it. I, 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 but I want to fit in so bad. I, I do. I want people to like. I want to be cool, of course, you know? So, so I was talking to a Kelly. I, I was out on the water. I was talking to Kelly, and, and I had to pee so bad. I had to be so I was like, what do I do? And he was like, oh, dude. Just pee in the ocean. It's where the fish pee. <laughs> it's like, that logic doesn't make uh, any sense to me at all. <laughs> you know, like, my dad has an enlarged prostate. I'm not peeing in his catheter. <laughs> you know, like, just because he's going. That joke I actually asked ahead of time to my friends if that was too dirty, and then I got here. <laughs> so, <laughs> found out, no way. Uh, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Oh man, yeah. the The worst thing about it was I didn't even catch a stupid wave. Like I didn't catch a one. I was just like out 40 feet in the water on some foam, like slowly getting a UTI because I couldn't <laughs> fucking pee. Oh, that's the F word. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Catheter's not. Oh well. Uh, couldn't pee. Couldn't pee. I. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to. You know, revamp my my romantic life. Trying. It's gone a lot like that old saying. Uh, Once you go short, there's very little to report. <laughs> you know, uh, 
Very little to talk about. I did go on a gay date to a sports bar, and I would not recommend that. <laughs> I was gay, so I did it on purpose, but it, it is not something I would push onto anyone. Like, already a sports bar, you know, it, it's like where men uh, are so insecure about their masculinity. And for a gay guy, that's like, that's like being a hypochondriac going on rounds. You know, like, I don't... Like, I don't need to see it right in front of me, you know? The guy I went on a date with, too, he was, like, one of the bros. You know, he was, like, a... He he, he was fine. It was fine. Uh, but he had he made two really grave errors. Uh, the first one came up to me. He was like, oh, hey, buddy, you Johnny? So, buddy, if you don't know, is what all gay guys' dads say when they find them in heels. Uh... <laughs> A lot of trauma connected to Buddy. Uh, and I'm not saying every gay guy like grows up and tries on heels. Uh, but every gay guy has a heels moment, you know? Like, mine was, uh, mine was when I asked to watch Coyote Ugly for the third time that week. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was like, oh, hey, buddy, you want to maybe watch Jurassic Park? <laughs> I was like, and Miss Piper Parabo uh, chasing her dreams as a songwriter to Leanne Rhymes? No way, father. Uh. <laughs> His second big error was he said, yo, I don't have any empathy. <laughs> which, like, which, like, already would have been a weird thing to say if I hadn't told him, and this is true, that my aunt died of cancer, and he responded with, he has no empathy? Like, what the, what the hell? That's, like, that is a classic white guy gets out of anything, you know? Like, sorry, judge, uh, I have no empathy. <laughs> oh, uh, please, <laughs> move along. I don't even know why we're trying you. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, he just... I, I, I really didn't want to run into him again. I was so nervous I'd run into him again. And then uh, I did three months later, and of course I forgot his name, which was so bad because we had been dating during those three months. So I really, <laughs> who's got no empathy now? <laughs> Whatever your name is. <laughs> uh, I think that, I think that, uh, uh, I think you guys, uh, I said I was short, you guys saw it from the beginning, you know, that's no secret, I'm not keeping it hidden. Uh, I think that short people deserve a little more respect, you know, we're trying our best out here. Uh, and I, I know, I know, like, you guys don't think you don't like short people, I, I know that, I know that, but I've got proof. Uh, on the news, I saw a story that this parishioner <laughs> had passed away, and the news had the audacity to say, he was small in stature, but mighty in energy for the Lord. Hi, why the hell did you bring up his height? <laughs> He's, what, what does that have to do? You know, like, why, why? He's dead. Why is the last thing you're saying about him that he couldn't reach urinals, you know? <laughs> I don't understand that one bit. You know, like, that's... I'm so scared that I'm going to die, and my friends are going to be like, we could never find him in a crowd, but we could always find him in our hearts, you know? <laughs> it's such a... Like, it's just their, 
they're just they're just opposites you know like that's it's they're oh you know he's he's small but he's got a big personality that's there's nothing to do with each other you know it's like code blue code blue she's curvy but she's flatlining you know <laughs> nothing to do uh I, I I live I live at home. Uh, I live at home. I live at home with my parents. Thank you very much. Thank. Wow. Okay. You guys are much more supportive than my parents. Uh, my my garage is full of uh, things that I once owned that is now theirs. Uh, it's. I never thought you know filling out the 2010 census form that. I would be on my parents' 2020 census form. It's too bad. The living at home is is a, it's a big game of um, hide your orgasm, <laughs> and apparently everyone's playing. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, morning of my mom's birthday, I I, uh, I thought I had heard something. Uh, it was it was just a few grunts, but then the TV turned off. And my mom said, well, I guess we can go on with our day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's nice to know at least, you know, that my parents' sex life is uh, just as bad as mine. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Johnny Stein, everyone. Yes. Yes! So clean, so funny, so beautiful. Your next comedian. Lauren, you want to come on up? Yeah. She's one of my favorite people in San Francisco. I'm so glad that she's out and about again after the COVID times. You are. She's so funny. Uh, I've, I've loved her for many years. She's, she's been in this longer than I have. You guys are going to love the comedy of your next comedian. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Yay. Oh, it, it bites back. Hello. Um, can you see me? I should come out here. I'd like to begin uh, by expressing my sincere appreciation to the Roman Empire for inventing French toast with maple syrup. Yeah, they were the first to take their bread and dip it in some beaten egg with cinnamon and then fry that mother <laughs> in butter. Forget about inventing aqueducts or the Roman calendar, French toast. Why is it called French toast, I hear you ask? Because Roman toast was already taken, that's why. We don't have this now. It fell out of public favor around 72 BC. But Roman toast, oh, Roman toast was bread dipped in cat saliva <laughs> with a pinch of nutmeg and then fried to perfection in a vat of jealousy and ambition. <laughs> also served with maple syrup. Shortly thereafter, the Romans invented brunch and the rude waiter. Okay, Marcus and Tony, so you got 10 minutes to eat and get out. What do you want to order? Yes, that's right. Ancient Rome sounded just like Brooklyn, New York. You got a problem with that? 
I think we find stuff in the most unlikely places, don't you? Like loose change under the seats on the school bus. Ooh, 47 cents. Like rainbows and clouds. Or compassion from an NRA lobbyist. <laughs> the other day I found courage at the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Wasn't even looking for it. <laughs> there it was. I was looking for oblivion. <laughs> Couldn't find any of that. But courage, bravado, false hopes, and fake confidence, that shit is just a wash in whiskey. I also discovered mediocrity at the post office. You think you'd have to go to the DMV for that? Nope. And today, right behind the frosted flakes was some leftover enthusiasm. It must have been there a while because it was looking a little worn out. It was going like this, there, okay. That's a Tony the Tiger joke. You don't see those too often. What is it about being tucked in? You know how babies are swaddled and little kids get tucked in for the night? Well, I'm a grown-ass woman in her fucking 60s and I tucked myself into bed last night. That, oh shit, I did. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had ironed those out. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm just rocking the sophisticated senior shit, that's why. And let me tell you, it was like being back in my mother's womb, all safe and warm, a tad claustrophobic and no Wi-Fi, but rent-free and all the amenities of a fine Motel 6. Hey, Ma, turn up the volume. I'm digging this cold train. Everyone should have little tucked-in breaks scattered throughout the day, don't you think? And time permitting, we can nap afterwards. Time for my two o'clock tuck. See you bitches in an hour. I like it. I'm going to take it to HR. If only I had a job. Faces are amazing. People say, she has a kind face. He's distinguished looking. She looks just like her cat. But what if we could see each other's hearts? Not the actual whole bloody thing, no, that's gross. But the spirit and soul of each person. Because there's no deception there. You can't hide an evil soul. Why, Margaret, you're absolutely glowing this afternoon. I can see right through to your shallow, vindictive nature. <laughs> to which Margaret replies, Yes, Lauren, and I can see your fragile hold on reality is beginning to lose its grip. <laughs> People would know the real you immediately. Can you imagine such honesty in the world? You are saying, yes, you absolutely would go out with me, but that heart of yours is twisting itself into a knot. I don't know. I tell you, we wouldn't be in the problem we're having now if we could have seen candidate Trump's spirit and soul. That's not a heart, that's a dried up prune. Well, I'm not voting for him. See how easy it would have been? <laughs> you ever get high and zone out on your mother's name? <laughs> Evelyn. Evelyn. Who are you? 
And why did you procreate? You evil sorcerer, you. Trying to take over the world with your neurotic, Jewish, anorexic, clinically depressed, slightly suicidal excuse for a daughter? How is that supposed to help? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> you ever get high and think, is it angel food cake or angel food cake? <laughs> and why not just angel cake? We don't say pumpkin food pie, do we? You ever get high and say, this shit is funny, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> you have, right? And then you find it later and wonder when the cat learned to draw. <laughs> yeah, I like to write when I'm stoned. I go to different places. One of them, self-confidence land, is so rare and unexpected I hyperventilate whenever I'm there. I actually feel good about myself right now. Oh God, I can't breathe. And it appears that I'm headed to Witty and Cleverville, though sometimes the signs point in that direction, but when I get there, I find a black hole with a note saying, are you kidding me? I, I cut the, out of that one. One minute, okay. What do I end with? Uh, Okay, I'll leave you with this. Have you ever asked yourselves, why am I even here? What am I doing on this earth? I like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. No, we want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law and Order eating pudding with my fingers. Thanks very much, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Lauren, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, it's perfect. Lauren Kraut, everyone. Yes. Yes. How much do we love Lauren Kraut? Yes. She's actually uh, one of the feature comedians next Wednesday on the Asiento show. You can see Asiento. We like we can point to them like as the crow flies right over there. And she is on next Wednesday's show along with Tony Sparks. So that's very exciting. And I'm super excited for that. Yay, excited, excited, excited things. Yay. Sierra, are you up or Brady, you up? Which uh, Sierra gave me the thumbs up. So she's going to do it because she's going to tape her set. Oh, yeah. That means... Clap even more wildly than you do and express yourself in such a slappy, clappy-like way. Because your next comedian, what a joy and wonderment she is. I've known her for, like, ever. Put your hands together for Sierra Hager! Yay! All right, guys, how are we living? So how are we living? What is happening? It's the end of the world. Oh my god, I'm so depressed. Is anyone so depressed? So depressed. Um, my husband of seven years moved out like three weeks ago. Uh, and that was like just a couple weeks after my grandma, who she like raised me. Um, she died in my arms. 
and that's not a joke. That's just the year I've had. Um, and then I was driving down Valencia Street in my car, um, and I saw this like restaurant, and the restaurant had a sign. And the sign said, Salad Lounge. And I just feel like, like, especially right now, like all we have is each other and just like the connect, like these like human moments, right? Um, and the human spirit is so pure and beautiful and fragile. Uh, and I just like, I, whatever, I guess I'll tell jokes in a second, but I just wanted to say to you guys, like, there's no such thing as a salad lounge! <laughs> I don't sleep. I just don't. Like, I just don't. Like, I don't sleep. I do wake up every single morning at 5 in the morning. Uh, and so now there's just, like, there's that, like, cycle of, like, I just, I haven't, I really, I really haven't slept in, like, maybe a week. Um, and so I'm, like, really stressed out every time I have to go to bed. I'm, like, melatonin and, like, sleepy time tea. And I take the shower and I light the candles and I'm Enya and just, like, everything. Um and then I like finally lay down. I'm like, okay, I'm calm. I'm just gonna just drifting off to sleep. And then it's just me, uh, and my inner monologue. And my inner monologue is Fran Drescher. <laughs> and she's like, "Hello, gorgeous. Good evening. Hello, it's me, inner monologue. Hello." <laughs> We're going to begin this evening with some relaxation techniques. It's very important that you sleep. <laughs> so we're going to breathe. We're going to breathe in for one, two, three, four, and Kegel. Ha! And release, release. Two, three, four. You have failed to fall asleep. You are now approaching the brink of your emotional precipice. <laughs> you will die alone. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati and I drove past this store uh, and the store had a sign. And the sign said two things, two words. It said, pet people. It's like, you should not do that. <laughs> no, I realized immediately, it's not a verb. It's not, you know, p pet, it's not two pet people, right? Uh, no, it's a noun. It's pet people. And I thought, finally, a job for me. <laughs> I'm hairy. I'm needy. <laughs> if, a, if a young middle-class person wants to clean up my shit, I'm going to sing you guys some songs. Uh, this first song is just about me and my life. Uh, it goes, uh, let's see. Teenage Mutant, Barbra Streisand. This is another song about my life. It's like semi-autobiographical. It's like, I got sunburned on a cloudy day. 
white girl, white girl. <laughs> uh, this is a song about my apartment that I wrote. It goes, upstairs neighbors vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Bug Out Square. It's Tuesday, 6 o'clock. And, yeah, not really. Uh, I'm doing this one from home. I, uh, I, I got all the bells and whistles out, man, so uh, it's going to be good. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, Bug House Square, I got a. Vigilante man. Man, I'm driving the. Tell me what. Driving that thing. Vigilante uh, I don't know what I got. I'm, you know. Has he got I'm just wallowing. A gun I'm wallowing. Club in his excellent music, so uh, uh, join me. Vigilante man. Rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and he chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man, come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river, some strange man. Was that a vigilante man? Does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.